The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Studying time can be critical for survival. The study of time can help with predicting the future. Among other things, this means that hunting seasons can be prepared for. When to plant and when to harvest can be systemized, and travel times can be determined. But what if history's chronology was wrong? Anatoly Fomenko claims that he has discovered that many historical events do not correspond mathematically with the dates they are supposed to have occurred on. He asserts from this that all ancient history, including the history of Greece, Rome, and Egypt, is just a reflection of events that occurred in the Middle Ages, and that all the Chinese and Arab history are fabrications of the 17th and 18th century Jesuits. He also claims that Jesus lived in the 12th century AD and was crucified on Joshua's Hill, a hill located on the Anatolian shore of Bosporus, Istanbul, Turkey that the Trojan War and the Crusades were the same historical event, and that Genghis Khan and the Mongols were actually Russians, that the lands west of the 13 colonies that now constitute the American West and Midwest were a far eastern part of Siberian American Empire prior to its disintegration in 1775, and many other theories that contradict the conventional historiography to say the least. As well as disputing written chronologies, Fomenko also disputes more objective dating techniques, such as dendrochronology and radiocarbon dating. Get ready for Fomenko's new chronology and history's fortress. You are listening to Veritas. If this is your first time, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, join the Veritas family and click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. You can make your purchase with a credit card, PayPal, cash, check, money order, and even cryptocurrency. We are now accepting Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, and more. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store, for Focused Life Force Energy, MMS, EMP Shield, Solar, and EMP Protection, Rebounders, CBD Pure Hemp Oil, Pure Organic Sulfur, Flash Drives with all our Sanitas and Veritas Seasons, and other great products. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And now, here's your host, Mel Hostelrick. Tonight's special guest is Steven Sorensen, an independent researcher who focuses on historical understanding and deception. His studies became severely more rigorous in January 2019 when he created his website, See Truth. Since then, he has been conducting a deep exploration of the fundamentals of history. His website is seatruth.today, and Stephen Sorensen joins me from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Hello, Stephen, and welcome to Veritas. How are you? Hey, Mel. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Well, I am new to this, although I've been studying the forgery of history and time, his hyphen story, for the past few years, and a few people made me aware of your website, and I'm glad you're here today. First of all, I want to know your story. How did you get to learn about these subjects? Give me a bit more of of your background beyond what I read. 
Right. Yeah, I can give you a little bit more. Um, I started getting interested in history in my teen years, and uh, it was maybe around 2014-ish that I was looking into the history of education, uh, specifically the history of American education. I wanted to understand more about how did our schools get to the way they are today and why are they like that. So I was looking into that, and when I I wanted more context uh, to look beyond just American schooling, I wanted to see what types of educational approaches had been taken throughout history. And this is when I came across Fumika's new chronology uh, around 2016 or so. I think I was I was about 21. So. I started looking into Fomenka's new chronology and for about two years or so, I mostly just read the books that he had published and uh, I was looking into arguments against it. It is out of Russia, out of Moscow, and so all the core uh, fundamental material is in Russian. A good portion of it's been translated to English and so me not being a native Russian speaker, not being fluent in Russian at that, I'm limited to just reading the English stuff. So it's been a bit of a uh, – there's a bit of a language barrier there for understanding what arguments have been made against it and for it because I'm, I'm limited to the English-speaking world. Around 2018, I set up a Facebook group for it called Fomienka Studies. Uh, I think it's called Fomienka's New Chronology Study Group now. And that was just to allow people to get together to talk about it, to study it and discuss it. And uh, this was when I – this is around the time. It's again like two years after. It's 2018 and I'm trying to get professionals to look into this because – I'm I was looking at all the arguments against it and they just seemed weak in my opinion. Maybe they weren't, maybe I'm too incompetent to understand it, but looking back on them now it's two it's 2021 now. They still don't seem to hold much uh weight. So still I'm trying to inspire professionals or so-called professionals to give this a honest, critical review instead of just shrugging it off because it goes against what they've been taught. Um, 2019, you already mentioned this. I made my website and this was in an attempt. So I had been talking to people on Facebook through different social media sites across the internet and I wanted to better organize my studies to be able to share with other people so that I'm not typing out the same thing a bunch of times and copying and pasting it from one post to another. I could just organize it into an article and then share the link with them and they could check it out on their own time and that way I'm not I'm typing the same thing uh, over and over again, uh, which it's done very well. I've uh, increased my understanding on how to present information on how to analyze information. I've spent a lot of time learning more about epistemology and the structures of knowledge. How can we obtain knowledge? How is it understood? Uh, things like this of this nature. And so uh, I've been continuing that for the last since 2019. I post regularly every month and uh, that's uh, that's a pretty decent overview of a short summary of my involvement in this. Let me ask you this. When you say professionals, I think you're referring to academics. If our history has been rewritten to establish a new narrative, 
academia must be part of the perpetuation of this lie. How can we, you know, everybody talks about peer-reviewed papers and, you know, analysis and to be able to counteract what is coming from Russia. And the more I learn about Russia and its history, the more I see how since the Bolsheviks came along at the beginning of last century, they have been part of rewording, removing, completely wiping out and deleting the true history of that part of the world. So with academia in place, how can we get professors and the established authority to look into our real history? So by professionals, I do mean academics. I mostly mean competent individuals who have the proper requirements to be able to analyze this. So in the case of Femienka's new chronology, we would need astronomers and mathematicians. One thing that uh, Femienka gets a lot of flack for is not being an academically trained historian. But as he mentions in his books, and as is just a matter of fact, chronology is a, uh, it's a product of applied mathematics. And you can't have chronology without math. And so to have a mathematician uh, analyzing chronology, that's almost – that is if not the best person that you could have looking into this. Uh, so what we need are competent individuals who can crunch the numbers to look at the astronomical results, look at the statistical results and to do it that way. But your your question is how do we – go about uh, enticing these people to do that? How can we convince them that this is worth uh, their time? And this is a question I've thought about for a long time, for many years now, and I'm still somewhat stumped on it. I, The astronomers that I've interacted with, they don't want anything to do with it because it's already been stamped as pseudo-history or pseudoscience, and so otherwise competent individuals just automatically discredit it because of their preconceived notions, which is odd because they discredit it. Well, it's odd to me because they discredit it for being pseudoscience, but that I think what they're doing, they would consider that pseudoscience is to run with a conclusion before testing it, before checking to make sure it's true. Uh, they don't do any of that. I, I'm still waiting to see any uh, response like that. So, I guess the best thing that I can think of is uh, becoming the competent individual to show them that it does check out and to make it more worth their time, I guess, is the best way you could go about that. The, I think there's a lot of anxiety amongst uh, professionals or academics that if they seem to endorse one thing or another that goes against the party line, then they'll lose funding, they'll take a hit to their reputation, um, which I I don't necessarily support from Yinka's new chronology. I don't uh, have one way or the other. I've spent a lot of time looking into it, but it's still in a gray area for me. I don't think that it's all legit. I don't think it's all um, unlegit. So uh it's it's a weird spot to be in and it's also weird that just for talking about it a lot of people have branded me as being a champion of the new chronology being a mindless follower of its tenets and it's just very unprofessional very uncritical so yeah i i, I hope that answers your question there 
That's okay. Welcome to the club. But by the way, just because you're studying something, you you do it as a journalist. You just look at the information and you're right. Unless you have the facts or the evidence, you can't say one way or the other. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't look into alternative versions of history. Because the one that we have right now, I totally believe that has been altered by the winners. And I also agree about the mathematics. It seems to be the, the universal language. Math is the only language that is shared by all civilization, regardless of culture, religion, or gender. But what is Fomenko's, for people who are new to this theory, what is Fomenko's new chronology? So from what I understand, Fomenko's new chronology is an investigation into history coupled with a recreation of it. And so the... The investigation part is Fomenka's analysis of literary texts, understanding planetary positions. So our ancestors, they, for many, many years, were keeping an eye on the sky. Nowadays, with larger cities, we don't pay as much attention to the sky. Uh, farmers still do. The, the foundations of our society, the things that keep us going, the producers of our food need to know about the seasons and where the celestial phenomena are. But for people like me in the city, uh, when an eclipse is going to happen is not that big of a deal. Um, when the when the seasons are changing, these things are somewhat outside of my scope of needing to know. And so, but for many, many, many centuries, that was not the case for the larger group of people. And so they kept records of this and they would commemorate events like some a famous person's death or birth with a horoscope or a depiction of where the planets are in the sky. And there are, I think, the last on my last count, I think it's sixty three of these horoscopes that Fomenka has analyzed and has found that they don't line up with where they would on the official narrative of ancient and medieval history. And so he's used these inconsistencies to help build a new chronology of sorts. Um, this is so to summarize the reconstruction, Fomenka argues that human civilization dawned around 800s, 900s, uh, which is about 11 to 1200 years ago. So we have about a millennium of recorded history, a little bit over that. And everything since the, all, all of our recorded records talk about events that have taken place between that mark of the dawn of civilization and now. And some people joke about, well, how could it happen in the 800s, 900s when what happened to the eight, 900 years before that? Well, it's it's using a popular uh, a popular model of time to try and make sense of where we are. So I like to say that the dawn of human civilization was around 1200 years ago in Fomenka's new chronology because that places it in respect to us. With the Anno Domini or the Common Era dating, this is a much more recent invention. Uh, on the traditional timeline, it was invented, I think, in the 6th century, so some 532 years after the supposed event happened, somebody decided that they were going to start counting the years from an event from about five and a half hundred years earlier. And then it it really became popular after about the thousand mark. And I think the first 
instance of using before Christ wasn't until the 1600s, so in the 17th century, about 300 years ago. There were still timelines that denoted years prior to Christ, but BC itself wasn't used prior to the 600s. And then with the Promen era and everything like that, that's a much more recent uh, secularized version of the religious Anno Domini, which is the AD. And so to talk about all of that is uh, this type of knowledge is necessary for understanding our historical understanding, our temporal comprehension of where we are today. We associate I, you and I, when we were setting up this interview, we agreed on a day and a time and, of course, a month and a year as well. It helps us um, make sense of where we are temporally uh, in time and space and so these are important things to talk about, but to continue on with what Fomenka's new chronology is, it uh, further proposes that human civilization, it dawned in Egypt, in northern Egypt, uh, well, in Africa, so northern Africa and Egypt, and from there it spread out and there was a... It was a very rapid expanse. The, the lands hadn't been conquered, so there was very little resistance for people to spread across the earth. The He has five centers of uh, civilization where the sort of the core ruling families lived. And this was uh, the first one is Alexandria in Egypt. The second one is Constantinople in Turkey. And the, you were mentioning that with uh, the birth of Christ. Uh, he was born in Turkey, according to Fomenka's new chronology. And then it moved up into Moscow or it moved up into Russia near Vladimir and then back down to Constantinople and finally to Moscow. And this is the reconstruction that he has come up with. I've looked at a bit of a winded answer, but no, yeah, that's go okay. ahead and, no, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, would, I, thinking I of time is a bit of it. Thinking of time, I always think of the at least the Native Americans, but I think this applies to other Aborigines in Australia and, and other native tribes around the world. When you ask him about time, and uh, they basically say humans were not meant to uh, to keep exact times. As you were saying, uh, I contacted you. We decided on a date, a time, you know, a, an hour, a day, a year, etc. But he says, uh, this person, humans were not meant to keep exact times. We were meant to live within the confines of seasons, light and dark. And our own body's rhythms, which are not the same from day to day, from one year to the next. And it was the federal government that imposed time on them. Do you think that the, and the, the only ones who really follow exact time is the Western Europeans? What do you say about that? I don't know how true that is. I, I think even with the definition of living by seasons, that's still a form of timekeeping. Potentially, I I would need more context for the quote to understand who's saying that and under what circumstances it's being said. It did bring to mind that there is a culture out there that doesn't keep track of birthdays, so nobody knows what day they were born or how old they are. 
Um, but I do think that we have an inherent sense of time there. It's called, um, Oh, chronoception is the term that's been made up for the perception of time. And, uh, I think we do have that. And potentially the quote is talking about the government, the federal government coming in and imposing their own form of time, which, uh, which could be a thing. Say one person has split the day into 24 sections and another person has split the day into 13 sections. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com because you don't want to believe you want to know subscribe now to listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material proceed to the veritas plus member section or join the veritas plus family by subscribing click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com don't forget to visit the veritas store for focused life force energy get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it, because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.